Hi, this is Kevin Lee, the writer, producer, and director of World of Darkness, the documentary, and you're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box. I don't know why we're doing Vinny, but we're doing him. You're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box with Juan, Gabe, Tim, and Doyle. That's right. Is it weird that he's my cousin? <laughs> <laughs> Say something, but after that, and then realize that no, that's perfect. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Hey, everybody. Not much. Hey, everybody. Welcome to <laughs> Got the Long Box. I'm Gabe. I'm Doyle. I'm Tim. I'm Juan. Hey, we did it. Mm, clear it correctly. Mm-hmm. The right way. We did. We didn't we go did. the wrong way. What's the. You messed it up the last time. I didn't say I didn't. Okay. <laughs> Still wrong. He just yeah. <laughs> you said you were Tim, I think. No, I said that's Tim. I'm Doyle. Oh, that's right. <coughs> oh, the order is Tim oh, Doyle. You gave Tim me you. Oh, it's like that. Yeah, but we're just going like this. Oh shit! It's been for like hundreds of episodes. Oh, shit, I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. I've got an awful fucking memory. Today we're going to be talking about... I guess we do have kind of a cadence when we intro ourselves. I've never really thought about it. Holy shit. Yeah. That's why it's always weird when someone goes out of order. Anyway, we're still going to talk about My Cousin Vinny. Yeah. That's fucking me up a little bit. It's a 1992 American comedy film directed by Jonathan Lynn from a screenplay by Dale Launer. The film stars Joe Pesci, Ralph Macchio, Marisa Tomei, Mitchell Whitfield, Lane Smith, Bruce McGill, and Fred Gwynn in his final film appearance. I don't know who that is. It was distributed... Is that The Judge? Fred, Fred uh, Gwynn. It is he the plays. judge. Yeah. yeah, it is the judge. But Fred Gwynn was a famous actor all through like the seventies and hmm. stuff. Uh, film de- the film deals with two young New Yorkers yes. traveling through rural Alabama who are arrested and put on trial for a murder they did not commit, and the comical attempts of a cousin, Vinny Gambini, a lawyer who had only recently passed the bar exam after several unsuccessful attempts Six. to defend them. Six unsuccessful. <laughs> probably After the most several. Probably Actually, the, five because he passed the sixth time. <laughs> probably the most important person that Fred Gwynn played was Herman Munster. So. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you were gonna say something about like this movie being the most important. Thing. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. We have a dude at work who I make fun of because he has no excitement. And I'm like, have you ever seen the Munsters? And he's like, yeah. I was like, you, you know, the main one. And he's like, yeah. I was like, he seems more fucking excited to be at his work than you do, fucker. <laughs> like, get excited. <laughs> well, Lurch is probably a better example from Adam's family. Because uh, yeah. Herman Munster was pretty excitable when it came to, like, cars. <laughs> like, specifically when it came to his yeah. crazy his hands car. Up. <laughs> I love that show. It I don't is. know. I don't. I, I. I. think I love that show. I. I don't. I have not seen it in I a do, long, long time. I do so. love that show. I watched some of it with Hannah, like maybe a year ago. What I'm nervous about is what does Rob Zombie do with that show for a movie? Oh man, because yeah. he has the rights to it. Yeah. And he's making it. He said he started filming on it. Oh, I was like, oh, there's a new Adams Family into that. I hope that he just does like Rob Zombie does the Adams Family, the like, monsters, or you know what I mean. They're different. I know, but that's <laughs> like, what he's. Are going... they very different though? They're, they're way. I mean, they are. They're very fucking different. <laughs> but that's how everyone's going to see it. It's gonna One be clowns going to be dudes on crosses. 
It's just going to be like burning crucifix in the front yard. I'm genuinely hoping for something like that. Just fucked up monsters, like rat fink monsters. That's funny. That would be amazing. It, it, it has like to be this one insane of two ways. hot rod. It has to be insane rat fink hot rod style monsters or. Just like a straight remake of like the Munsters. It's just exactly like, the same. Yeah. yeah. It's like, and it's like. His wife's naked in it. Well, yeah, duh. There has to be tits. She, is, she does look pretty good. Yeah, I mean, but I mean. She is literally in every movie being yeah. her, her shrieky self. So. Uh, only fans, you whore. My cousin I Vinny more. was made more. with $11 million. And it box office 64.1. You don't know? No. Pornhub is getting rid I mean Pornhub. OnlyFans. OnlyFans is getting rid of all of its porn. There seems like a weird thing since I thought that's all it was. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's their that's kind of so the problem for them. Credit card companies don't want to process their stuff anymore because they don't want to be associated with a pornography company, so they're getting rid of all the sexually explicit material on OnlyFans. So what are they doing with all the porn sites people pay for? With oh, their credit cards. That's that's the one thing I thought of is I wonder who processes those. I don't right. know. I, Probably the same. I don't. Companies. I don't pay. I've never paid for porn, so I don't understand that. Yeah, it's readily available. <laughs> a lot of people pay for it. I think. Well, I think a lot of a people, pretty booming. I think a industry. lot of people pay for OnlyFans because it's like you can pretend like you're in a relationship with that person because well, they'll message you back. <laughs> like, it's just yeah. going to transfer him into something else. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, no. Yeah. Por- Por- Pornhub's like, immediately going to snatch this right up. Some, somebody, so, I think some it may company. have even been Mel, was like, well, what are all those, you know, what are all those ladies going to do? I'm like, just go to a different website. Yeah. Like, that's all that's going to happen. Yeah. But there's so, been like cam websites and stuff forever, too, where like, yeah. You, I think it's the this ability. This is America. Like, why do they get to say where you spend your money? Well, I mean, again, on, on not illegal I, things. On the on the devil's advocate side, it's America. Those credit card companies can just be like, "We're not fucking doing it. Find somebody else." Yeah, yeah, but I mean, but they're still taking the money to do other things of the same thing. I'm with you. I'm just, I'm just, I don't know. That's, That's why I'm, I'm wondering if it's different. Capitalism doesn't care about hypocrisy. <laughs> Yeah. Weird stuff going on. <laughs> that should be on a shirt. <laughs> With a picture of Ronald Reagan. <laughs> so my cousin Vinny did six times its budget at the box office. Well, it couldn't have cost yeah. eight dollars to make that eleven million. How? <laughs> There's a courtroom set, well, it and then random that. sets where he wakes up uh, in the morning. Joe Pesci was probably a big amount of that because I think set. he was pretty. F- so was Marissa Tomei, I bet. But I mean, that's they, so long ago they must. Have I don't know when Macho was. Well, he he's always going to be a big star because he's the Karate Kid. That, no, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I, I this had to have been after Karate Kid. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Karate so, Kid came out in like the 80s. So, so I, I think that, so. Big, funny was, enough, I this, remember Big Money. For like in the year two thousand, fractures was like five million. Like oh, I was like, big well, let's money. call it one million. I mean, it's three. There's three giant stars in this movie. Well, like yeah. you said, there's like five sets. You big also one. have to remember that there's no digital photography, so like a lot of that's going to be film. True. Like and that's really expensive. Yeah. Plus crew catering. Like somebody was pocketing money in that movie. <laughs> well, yeah, of course they are. Like, and I they remember, made sixty four. Like, if you didn't hear me. 64 sure, million. Yeah. I mean, I remember watching like a documentary about like IMAX films and like just a reel of IMAX film is like 10 grand. Yeah. <laughs> 
and they're like, we don't like only certified people handle this thing because because like, it's too fucking expensive. Like, well, the reels of film are insured wow, <laughs> because they're nuts. so valuable. <laughs> <laughs> so it's got an eighty-six percent critic score and an eighty-seven percent audience score with over a hundred thousand ratings. Whoa, one percent difference between yeah. critics and. That's weird. This I is fucking, the only movie where critics and the audience <laughs> can agree. I fucking love this movie. I can, I could watch this movie every week. I really, really like love this movie. I don't know why. I don't know why. It's not. It's. I. But I love. I, I love like procedural stuff, and this just adds funny comedy into it, and it, it's, it's very good not to procedural me. It, but well, I mean, like courtroom stuff. It's Joe Pesci does Even Law the and procedural Order. Procedural stuff is like straight nonsense. You know what though? So there's a there's a guy who does. Uh, he's a lawyer, and he does a lot of YouTube videos. This is like one of his most highly rated for factual for being mostly real. I'm sure, but I mean, like the actual information that like the witnesses give and stuff. Like when she breaks down the tread marks at the end of, or the skid marks at the end of the movie, I'm like. Yeah, you're not doing that without like precise instruments <laughs> telling me the exact fucking car that made those. She's smart, bro. Was very smart. She got that Rain Man brain. <laughs> she she just starts seeing equations. Yeah, and shit yeah, when yeah. She's walking it's down just, the street. <laughs> I mean, I didn't I didn't dislike the movie. It's still, it's a funny movie. Or no, it's not. It's not equations. It's like car catalogs and like <laughs> Jags <Sucks>. magazine clippings. <laughs> to me though, I, I will say what takes points away from me in this movie is every joke is just beaten to death. It's like there's like three jokes in this movie. One is that he gets woken up every morning. One is that um, he sucks at his job and his girlfriend's really smart. And I don't know if the third one is. It's just not there. Like they just. I like the. Oh, all, the judge, I like all the one-liners. And the judge is always trying to call him out on who he actually is. So it's just like every one of those is done like four or five times every about fifteen to twenty minutes in the movie. <laughs> and yeah, the one-liners are good. Like the, when he thinks he's going to get raped in the prison, like that shit's really funny. <laughs> but it's just. Yeah. The two Utes. Yeah. That's funny. I love the movie. I will not be winking anyone. Up. <laughs> That was my favorite scene by far. I got nothing. Like, it's been such a long time since I've seen this movie. I'm not a really big fan of Joe Pesci as an actor, like, in Me general. Me neither, honestly. Like, I'm not. He he's always seems... Annoying. Yeah, when like, he always all, seems like the third kind of wheel. Like, he's never seemed like the main part of a movie to me. I think he definitely voice. was back at that time. He might have been, but it, it, when you when I when I watch things now, it's like this is one film where he really I think stands thinking out. Thinking of Lethal Weapon and just Lethal Weaponing him in every movie, <laughs> <laughs> which he's fantastic. He's a bit. In, by the way. He is. He like I said, it's not that he's bad. He just never to me. He never really seems like a main actor kind of guy. He dies a pretty miserable death in Casino. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in forever. Movies probably be a pop culture classic at some point. <laughs> Movie's really good. Yeah, I don't like. So I didn't get to a chance to watch this one. So like, all I have is memories of it, and my memories of it aren't like they're they're very. Oh, it was a movie. Like, I, there's never been anything where I've felt compelled to rewatch it. You know, and if we would have recorded in the afternoon, I would have watched it by then. But you know. It's just it's just weird. Like right. it's one of those movies that has never stood out to me. So it's 
it just kind of seems, huh? Yeah. I don't think that I, I don't think that I watched this movie until I was already in my twenties. Oh, okay. And so it's been kind of a recent thing, uh, and then just in the last like three years, it's been like, oh my god, I really, really like this movie. And I, like I said, I watched, I watched this lawyer guy because he does a, a ton of shit. Uh, like he, he does how accurate like legal filings are and shit right. like that. And I don't know why that's interesting to me, but it fucking is. It's really weird. But then he does stuff like how how accurate is like Legally Blonde and how accurate are some of these Law and Order TV shows and shit. How accurate is Legally Blonde? I can't. I, that, that's, I haven't watched that one yet. But the my cousin Vallis, <laughs> the my cousin Vinny one, he seemed to to be like, yeah, like this is very pretty close as far as movies go to what it actually would be like. Yeah, I assume like the back and forth. Besides a judge going like. No, to him that one time. Was like, <laughs> that was the most coherent yeah. thing you've said this whole time. <laughs> like, fuck yourself. Like, how many judges do that? I don't know. It's I've not been around a lot of law, judges. But no. <laughs> so Tim? Tim? Tim had a good memory attached yeah. to this one. Yeah, it was the only enjoyable thing in my trip. <laughs> This is no my vacation. Duffel bag. That's all I'm saying. I just happened to sit down and watch this movie with my mother. You told me that they love this movie. They do. Of course they. do. My parents love this movie. <laughs> what does that mean? Well, no, it's definitely. I don't like know a, what that means. I think it's, like a, it's a parent level comedy for I, sure. I, I, oh, like, it is. My mom and dad would probably like. This and movie I think a lot. it was like a date night movie for them. Yeah. At one point. Like I mean, like though, like I have nostalgia for movies. This seems like it would be like right at that moment for like parent levels. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And they do. <laughs> Old point. Why you love this movie so much, I don't understand. <laughs> uh, uh, me? No, I don't love this movie. Tim's it like, was just the only... Because I live at a parent level. Yeah, I live at a parent level. Uh, no, I give this movie, I give this movie like a 70, 75. It's Ooh. a great movie. I'm like at a 92. Wow. <laughs> Can't take anything you said <laughs> seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Your best of the best, like a thirty, and this like a ninety. I think he gave it like a thirty-two. I don't like best of the best. Out, yeah, it was awful. I it was not good. Never give this a ninety. Darth though. Vader's in that. <laughs> <laughs> like this is Tommy. I, I can't. I don't want to rate this one because I would give it a way lower rating because I barely remember it. I'm in the seventies as well. I'm like in the probably right where Tim's at. Like or no high seventies, I think. I don't know what to, what did you say, Tim. Well, I give it seventy-five. I'll bump it to a B. I'll give it an eighty because it, it does make me laugh. So seventy-five and eighty. Like it's definitely a funny movie. And Juan's absurd ninety-two. <laughs> <laughs> so one thing that is cool about this movie is it's definitely like one of those comedies that relies on like another genre to like inform it, and I always like that. Like, because it's basically a comedy that relies on all the tropes of a gangster movie. Yes. Like, Shaun of the Dead is a comedy that relies on all the tropes of a zombie movie or... Yeah. Well, comedy is, like, really really does... It thrives when it has... When it's boosting something else. Yeah. Like, and I I think that kind of stuff is really fun. Well, it's not... I wish there were... It's not so straight down the middle like most comedies are. Yeah. Like, I can't even watch romantic comedies because they all have the exact same plot. Yeah. Except for Wedding Crashers. Biopics, too, are kind of getting that way. Even Wedding Crashers is pretty close. Biopics are starting to feel like every one of them is the same thing. Like, I, like Mel and I went to see Aretha, but like I knew that there would be the her, her overcoming to fame. Yes. 
fall to you know disglory, rise back to where's prominence. The, where's the story of the random dude who just makes it? Yeah, like Burt Kreischer. <laughs> His story is like a flat line of like, well, like drugs Kreischer and alcohol like, to famous, yeah, but still like, drugs and alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> I was the number one party guy in America. I went to the comedy store, became a doorman for like two days. Then Chris Rock found me, and then I'm fucking super famous. Like <laughs> now, I just take my shirt off all yeah. the time. Yeah, and I'm like best friends with probably the, arguably the, least, the best comedian. Even though he's really funny, probably the least funny of the group that he's in. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Burt Kreischer isn't funny. Burt Kreischer is silly. There's a difference. Tom Segura, he's fucking funny. On his like, podcast, there's like a few moments where Burt Kreischer does something where it's just like... Uh. <laughs> it's super funny, but like... Like he's not he's not like a writing comedian. I don't think so. I so, think he's just a like, silly guy. He's like, like a, I do stupid shit all the time, and that has led to funny things that I talk about. On <laughs> yeah. So like so like two years ago on the show, Burt Kreischer came on and he told like a black joke, like after being pressured into it, <laughs> and like it's so fucking cringy. But he like full on tells like a really race, like commits to telling this <laughs> racist joke on your mom's house. <laughs> You know, Brandon Schwab, like, Schaub, like, saved three kids. Who? What? He's a he's another one of like that Joe Rogan like. Oh, okay. Raised co- comedians. Yeah, yeah. He's a fighter than the kid. He used to be a UFC fighter. Now he's a stand up comedian. Yeah. I guess like there was a highway crash where a guy tried to kill his family and turned on to like oncoming traffic and like headed with a semi. Yeah. And killed the wife. And the three kids were in the car. There was like gas pouring. Like he stopped and like ran over there and like busted he, the like, car He like straight out. supermaned him. <laughs> and, like tore him out of the car. That's awesome. But I was like, damn, man, comedy's good for humanity. I love yeah. comedy. <laughs> I love good comedy. Stand up comedy is amazing. Yes, it is. Bad stand up comedy is amazing in oh. a totally different way. Oh man, yes. that Marlon Wayne stand up that just came out is awful. On HBO, yeah. Oh. Which one? The new Wayans stand up. Marlon Wayans. The Wayans haven't been. I oh never thought they were that funny. And Living Color was funny. They I think they're funny. They're I've never listened actors, to their stand up. Their stand up's terrible. Yeah, yeah I've never like, listened to their stand up. Like, so bad. His yeah, opening like I said, joke. In Living falls Color flat. was really funny. It's like if you asked Joe Pesci to do stand up, I don't think he'd be super great at it. I don't think he's, he's a, a character. I don't think actor. he considers himself a comedy guy, though. Well, that's I mean, fair. he did a lot of serious, like, he well, did a lot of really funny, funny stuff. Too, it would though. be like, well, he does like as many comedies as serious because he's also like in Home Alone. It would yeah. be as much a toss up as like if Jim Carrey returned to stand up because that's where he started. But even then, if you, to my don't opinion, if put you watch, that curse on us, if you watch old Jim Carrey, <laughs> but stand-up, like, it would be weird. Funny. Like some people would be like, uh, I oh couldn't boy. really, I couldn't really do Robin Williams stand up. Honestly, I'm not. He, I think he's hilarious in his acting. It's just yeah. a, his comedy is real weird. It's too hyperkinetic for me. It's and like, it's like so cocaine induced. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's almost like Gallagher. Like it's so too oh. much. Oh, Gallagher is so in your face. Like the entire show, and like. I don't get the comedy of destroying fruit. Like, <laughs> Sludge Matic, bro. I did when I was like nine, but now I don't anymore. He crushed a watermelon. Ha 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 That's what I get is like, that's the only part of me. I don't, 
judge. Uh, like, I don't try to compare to, like, other people, like, success. But when you see people like Gallagher, I'm just like, what did he do that the universe just comes gold on him <laughs> for? And what did I do? Yeah. That I, I mean, admittedly, his own brother, like, plagiarized and, well, like, impersonated him. him. He sold a skit to him. Yeah, after the fact. Because, <laughs> like, other people, when they work hard at it, I get it. Like, you... You're like hey. a comedian, you're really funny, but it's like... He made that sledgehammer himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even like Carrot Top, I'm like, man, you're not funny. You make little weird things, and you get on stage, and you roy it the fuck out out of nowhere. Yeah. Let's not make fun of Carrot Top, though, because I don't want him to just, like, show up. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Kool-Aid man I do. There's the guy, he did it! <laughs> Why me? I guarantee you, Carrot Car- Top comes, he's Kool-Aid manning through the wall. Yeah, Car- <laughs> Carrot Top is straight up like Candyman. He's just going to, like, haunt himself. We've said his name too many times. just said Carrot Top the third time. Well, <laughs> yeah, here he comes. Fox. He's through the wall with one of his little fucking props. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bus, it's smoking. <laughs> Carrot top. Man, I'm funny because my hair is orange. Prop comedy Millions. is awful. It's a hard sell. Unless it's magic. It's up there with like, I like magic That's different. Comedy. That's magic. Yeah. <laughs> or like... Um, There's only a few the, good magic comedians. Who's the, who's the guy uh, with the dolls? Jeffrey Dunham. Yes, he's the it. puppeteer. I love Jeffrey like, Dunham. Similar, like with the whole prop thing. It's a hard sell. I love Jeffrey Dunham. There's two good magic comedians I can think of. This, the amazing Jonathan yes. is one. And then the, the dragon. P- Piff. Piff. Uh, I don't think I've ever also seen Penn him. Also Penn and Teller. Oh, Penn and Teller are good. Penn and Teller are pretty fucking they're funny. They're sometimes comedy. Sometimes they're just straight magic. But they they work comedy into every yeah. show they do. Because they have that like straight man, side man thing going. And they're not even friends at all. Well, not anymore. No, they don't talk to each other. They, uh Pan, the big guy, he's come out and said, he's like, the whole reason why we're so, we've stayed together so long and we're good at what we do is because we don't talk to each other outside of work. Well, (laughs) Well, they're not friends. You work together every day, though. Like, that doesn't say much. They had, like, such a long-running Vegas show that was, like, daily. Like, but they never hung... Like, supposedly, they never hung out afterward. They never, like... I hung out with a you lot of those. Day, no, no, I, I know. also never hang out with you. <laughs> What's interesting about it is, uh, apparently, like, what happens is that Teller will come to him with, like, really, really elaborate tricks, and then Penn figures out how to make it work, and then, like, changes it so it has, like, a story to it. Like... A, like I heard, a, I think I may have heard the same interview because, like, it was just really interesting mm-hmm. how they they work independently to create like a cohesive thing. I don't know, it's nuts. So my cousin Vinny was good. Yeah, yeah. what did we end up doing? It? <laughs> we liked it, so uh, we didn't talk we, about it. We gave. Yeah, it's usually what, what is happens. the movie about? Can, we didn't even talk about the plot. Uh, well, yeah, he's a lawyer. Uh, he well, so they they Joe go. Pesci's a fake lawyer. The two kids go. Okay, so, they yeah. accidentally shoplift something. One of the kids is macho. The, the other yeah. kid is not. Okay, born. <laughs> Karate Kid gets accused of like murdering a, somebody, and yeah. Joe Pesci, fa- fake lawyer, MD. Yeah. He stole gets a thing of tuna. He thought that's why he was getting arrested, so he confessed. But in reality, the guy he stole the tuna from got murdered. Mm. And, and a bunch then Joe of Pesci has questionable to come save witnesses the day. say they saw him do it. And a, and a, a thorough understanding of radial tires gets him yes. out of jail. Oh, I fucking murder. love it. A thorough understanding of radial tires and a what seems to be extraordinarily good local lawyer's inability to vet his witnesses whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I call to the stage black lady who can't see two inches in front of her face. What'd you see? Maybe it is time for me to change my glasses. <laughs> I fucking love the movie. I can't say enough good things about it. I know it's not the greatest like movie, but I love the movie. But, I mean, 90s suggests yeah, that it is the greatest no, movie. No, I haven't, I haven't gotten to the 100 yet. I think that's coming in the pop culture it's classic. eight away from 100. <laughs> like... <laughs> to me, it's like I gotta put it in the '80s because they're beats. It's not like a strong comedy, right? There are like twenty, thirty minutes where there's really nothing funny happening. Like, or just there's only mildly funny things happening. Like I said, the whole like getting woken up by a train and then a fucking pig or something. And then <laughs> I think I'm just so more easily comedy hits me so easy. I think is why I think things are more funny than they are. Because uh, there, there's a lot of movies where you're like, I don't think this was very funny. And I'm, I'm like, I think it's fucking hilarious. Very judgmental <laughs> comedy because of how funny it can be. Right. If done correctly and how often it's not done that correctly. Correct. <laughs> but this movie, I think, is very indicative of like the era that it came from's comedy. Yeah. <laughs> there's a ton of movies eights. that don't have like the same plot, but yes. definitely have the same feel. Like where it's fish out of water tries to solve problem inefficiently. To me, it's like when you picked like It's life. basically every earnest movie. So I life is life. even more not funny than this. Oh, man. That, that funny. Was, life is more like a drama, almost. I laughed almost through that entire movie. I really like wow. that movie, just because of the way it ends. <laughs> but I just don't think it's like that funny. I, I don't mean, either. I think it's I think more it's serious than funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, it fell in between, so we gave it an 82, where the hell did it go now? It's all in between Jungle Cruise and the Crow. 82.33. <laughs> it's right below Cube and right above the 13th Warrior. That's a travesty. By <laughs> uh, Literally like by point two and point three. I mean, it belongs below Cube. <laughs> Probably not actually. <laughs> cube is that movie that I love, but I don't think is good. I don't know about that. I think it's... It's I think revolutionary. It's in, I think it's inventive, which... Yeah, you're right. It doesn't necessarily make it yeah. good. It's just very different. <laughs> I mean, it's a cue. Yeah. It's a good ass Should have just stayed there, dummies. Well, on that note... <laughs> You don't want the boot? And be sure to check us out at totlb.com. <laughs> that's where you can that's find all of our, That's where you can find all of our social medias. And of course, you can go to youtube.com slash thinking outside the long box, where we are apparently very close to 300. Yes. So be sure to subscribe and share and notifications and all that. Go right. to patreon.com slash totlb we'll to, to get special. things for your donation. A thousand is like some big deal for, t- for A thousand YouTube. is monetization. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Monetization. It's good. Like the little, these little videos have been fucking. We got hits a thousand views on one video I did two days ago. Like it's, yeah. they've been I, really good. I think if we hit three hundred, we should do something Spartan themed. Oh no! Shit. We'll also, you want we'll me take, to kick you in a hole? No, I think we should all wear like red towels and take our shirts off for a photo. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'll draw abs. Really on wants my, to see that? Yeah. I'll, I'll draw abs. On my, we could all spears. draw abs on our stomachs. It'd be incredible. And then push out our stomachs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to write abs on my stomach. That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, where, what cons are you going to be at? I'll be at Colorado Springs Comic Con next week, and I will be at Rhode Island Comic Con in November. Rhode Island, Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Oh, tell me the story of what's going on with fucking uh, Ohio. 
Oh, so with Ohio, they after having the worst fucking con in my life, uh, there was no foot traffic, and I had zero sales, and I spent money. Farting right now. That's how shitty this fucking show was, and I'll never do another Wizard World again. Sorry. But, um, so last week I get a, a letter from Ohio Department of the Treasury or whatever, and they're like, you owe $21,000 in, like, back taxes. And I'm like, what the fuck? And it's so... When I had to do the show, I had to fill out a temporary vendor's license to receive sales tax on behalf of the state of Ohio. Right. Which I have to do for most shows, even Denver. Right. And I got to get one for Colorado Springs because the city specifically has one. Right. Um, it's nothing new. But in Ohio, apparently, you, you have to cancel them. Oh. When you're done. Yeah. So this fucking thing's just been active for like two years. And Ohio's like, where's my money? Holy shit. <laughs> and I, so I had to like, I had to like. I thought all I, these were like temporary. I had usually. to fill out like an affidavit and like I talked to like a, like a couple of lawyers from the Department of the Treasury in Ohio on the phone. I'm like, look, this was for a convention. It was the worst convention I ever had in my life. I was like, I already filed the taxes for this show and it was a zero sale show. I ended up owing you guys like five cents. Which I paid, yeah, with a nickel in <laughs> <laughs> a letter. To me, it just and like weird that even if it stayed open, that they just assumed you owed that amount. Well, because they just assume that you're accept you're making sales and not filing. So they're taking your quote unquote average sale and they're yeah. just multiplying it every day until he owes twenty one thousand. But yeah. how do they even know your average sale? They guess. They guess. They did that to me too until they found out that Etsy was taking taxes for the state of Colorado. Yeah. So I randomly got a bill for like five grand one day. They yeah, they just make I assumptions. To, all I had to do was call and tell them, look, that's like not the way my business works. Like yeah. And thankfully that's all this took, but like yeah. holy fuck, that's a lot of money that's to like scary. open a letter to. Yeah. You know? <laughs> hey, just be lucky like it's like some new letters. <laughs> well, I, I'm not talking like, like me. Like the hospital just takes out a thousand dollars. Well, I'm like on the phone. I'm like, so who do I get fired for? Like, y'all could have sent me a letter like last year when it was probably half this amount. No. You guys could have sent me a letter. There's a requisite like, twenty-one grand. <laughs> like, like three months after the fact when it was like maybe a hundred bucks. Definitely. Yeah. Like you could have sent. Yeah. Like I had no. There's no. There was at no point when I filled the fucking thing out where Did it was they like tell you, it you was need to not cancel temporary? this. Yeah, because within the name it implies that it's yeah, not going it's literally to be persistent. Like temporary tax ID like certification or whatever the fuck. Dude, that's like, nuts. Wow. Temporary is in the fucking name. I thought when, it was uh, just something that would go well, away. Well, Fargo did that to Bobby. Yeah, we had a friend that racked up like a twenty thousand dollar bill over a summer. Whoa. Never sent him shit until it was like $20,000. And then they were like, hey, you owe this. And he's like, for what? <laughs> right? Literally, that's, that's like, why did he do that? He was like, a college fuck? kid. And he had no money. And he overdrafted his bank account. And it was set up for his bank account to overdraft to his savings account, which also had no money in it. Which was set up to then go to his debit card 
if it needed to overdraft, which was set up to go to his bank account. And it just, so it like, just loop cycled. fucked him for a summer. Like, it was just like, <laughs> late fee, late fee. Like, or insufficient fund, insufficient fund, insufficient fund, loop back around. Over fund. and over and over again. Jesus. Yeah. You've you got to make a call, right? But, like, guys, come on. <laughs> I think you have to, <laughs> you have to have pay a good chunk of it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I mean, he's stupid. lucky he has kind of rich parents, but. <laughs> anyway, you know what else is temporary? Life. Life. Midgets. Joe midgets. Pesci. Midgets. Michael Kirk. Yes. All May his fleeting. midget ass. I heard midget. that Michael Kirk took a run at Joe Pesci once. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised at all. That man is short. I'd take a run at Joe Pesci. Get some of that Joe Pesci money. That's if you have any opinion. For eight heads in a duffel bag. <laughs> if you have any opinions on heads and duffel bags or taking a run on Joe Pesci, be sure to give us a call at 970-573-6148. Michael Kirk Memorial Hotline. Uh, I want to say, I don't this is random, but I would love to see Robert De Niro today fight Joe Pesci today if they're both alive. They they're are both, both alive. alive. They're both alive. I just want to see that old generic gangster fight. Until <laughs> next time, I've been Gabe. I'm Tim. I'm Doyle. I'm Juan. Feels out of order. Bye. (laughs) Joe Pesci. Thank you for listening to this episode of Thinking Outside the Long Box. Make sure to join us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, and YouTube for behind-the-scenes information and more content! Thinking Outside the Long Box is a barren space production! Ah!